safe, comfortable, happy. It's a very Western idea. It's a very American Christian desire to just be safe, comfortable, happy. And there's parts of me that have this desire to step into the messiness of life because I think that that the messiness is where I find God. Being able to be with just the rawness of reality and the authenticity of of people who are truly vulnerable. You know, I think when I'm in a place where I can be vulnerable and raw, that's where I think God shows up for me. Tears roll down your face Reaching for something Someone to embrace To numb pain Welcome to Sobriety Checkpoint. Are you a parent in recovery wishing for peace and emotional sobriety? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling things like how to overcome negative thinking, or why is my heart racing? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel resentful and irritable when you put everyone else's needs first and leave no time for yourself again? Hey, I'm Felicia. I'm a 12-step returned therapist, and I too have battled anxiety and that critical inner voice. All I wanted was peace and just a little bit of time to myself. I tried to strive and achieve to find happiness, but that only left me with more anxiety. I finally realized I needed to discover my true identity to find the peace I was striving to attain. In this podcast, you're going to find solutions to navigating mental health, spirituality, and relationships to experience the peace you've been craving. It's time for that desperately sought-after solo target run. Grab your keys and let's go for a drive. There's no judgment or breathalyzer at this sobriety checkpoint. By the beauty of it all, recognize I was always destined to fall into the deepest of dark. We are stronger than we think we are, so fight. And show your strength. Welcome back to another episode of Sobriety Checkpoint. Before we get started, I'd like to invite you to become a Sobriety Checkpoint Insider. By becoming an insider, you're going to get weekly updates with the latest podcast episode, emotional sobriety and self-care tips, as well as early bird access to special offers. You can also head over to Facebook and join my community, where you're going to find other parrots in recovery seeking solutions to emotional sobriety through exploring mental and emotional health, spirituality, and relationships. Check out the show notes for the Insider and Facebook group links. I hope to see you in there. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to my show, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Reviews help boost my ratings, which helps other parents in recovery find my show. Thank you so much, and I'm super grateful for your support. All right, now let's get started. This past weekend, I had the opportunity to 
spend a couple of days with one of my best friends. We met in Dallas and had a really good time together. And the weekend was really full of a lot of really spiritual moments. I think that it had to do with just being present in person with someone and feeling really connected, being able to talk about really deep conversations, being on the same page about things, being a mom that works from home. I don't always get the opportunity to have these beautiful, deep, meaningful conversations on a regular basis in person. I think that I definitely have a lot of really great conversations virtually, and they're really wonderful. There's just a different energy, I think, to being with someone physically, being with someone in person. We definitely covered a range of topics during that first evening we got to spend together over dinner. And a few of the things that really stood out to me had to do with creativity, the arts, and religion. These were some big topics for the weekend. I didn't realize how big of a city Dallas is. Downtown Dallas is a really beautiful downtown area. Um, we also got to spend one evening over at the Bishop's Art District, I think it's what it's called. And the energy there was just beautiful. There was a lot of beautiful art, a lot of beautiful artisan shops. There was a bar that you could hear music playing. I was not inside the bar, but I was just outside and enjoying the just the energy of a Friday night out. I also don't do that a whole lot because, to be honest, even though 12 years in, there's probably still a part of me that's just a little bit uncomfortable around some of that late night energy. Maybe that'll be something that I overcome someday, but as of now, that's still something that is still just there for me. To get back to talking about some of these conversations and some of these kind of just meaningful things that we talked about, there are a couple of things that I want to focus on connected to religion, spirituality being a creative, and connection. So my friend, she's a photographer, and it was really, really beautiful to hear her passion around capturing a moment that can tell an entire story. This desire to just capture a raw moment in time where her picture, her art, her photo that she takes invokes emotion. This desire for a photo to invoke emotion and thoughtfulness and reflection. Just reflection of who I am, what I'm doing, what's important. She showed me a picture of um, a winning photograph of a starving Sudanese child and a vulture in the background. This picture was taken by someone named Kevin Carter, and it won the Pulitzer Prize. When I first looked at this picture, 
everything by heart just sank inside my stomach. But it made me realize that it, it made me realize something that I kind of already knew about myself. Um, and that is this idea of what she called safe, comfortable, happy. And I think that the reason that this photo was so important to her or that really just touched her, I mean, as it touched me as well, is that it challenges this idea of safe, comfortable, happy. And I think that this is something that we culturally, it's a very um, Western idea. It's a very American Christian desire to just be safe, comfortable, happy. And there's parts of me that have this desire to step into the messiness of life because I think that, that the messiness is where I find God. Being able to be with just the rawness of reality and the authenticity of, of people who are truly vulnerable. You know, I think when I'm in a place where I can be vulnerable and raw, that's where I think God shows up for me. And I've mentioned on this podcast a couple of times, you know, for me, when it comes to my faith, my spirituality, um, and my relationship with God, is that the basis of that, for me, is a relationship with Jesus. And one of the things that my friend also said that really caught my attention and really just and I think it's something that I have thought of before, I've heard about before, but it, it just got my attention over this weekend. And she said three words. She said, Jesus was homeless. And let that sink in for a minute. <laughs> Jesus was homeless. He hung out with prostitutes and drunkards and outcasts. He got to know them. He had conversations with them. He loved them. He respected them. But he also invited them into something better, into a relationship with him, into a relationship with a person who could transform their life. And, you know, I'm going to be transparent. I know that I didn't go to the depths of my disease that maybe some of my listeners have gone to. I know that there's a lot of yets that I have in my life. And I'm sure at times I can be judgmental. I try to be aware of it. Because those are things that I really do want to remove from my life. To be on here and say, oh, I'm never judgmental, that would be a lie. 
I know that I am. I know that I have my downfalls. And I know that when it comes to, when it comes to moments that I experience being judgmental towards people, looking down on people, it has nothing to do with them. It really has something to do with myself, with feeling like there's something inside of me that doesn't, maybe that doesn't feel like I'm enough. So in order to feel better, there's this just twisted, (laughs) twisted thing that I know I'm not alone in is putting other people down. I don't think I'm exempt from any, from anything. I don't think that I'm exempt from the depths that a lot of people have gone. And I also realized that I think the first couple of episodes I shared little bits and pieces of my story. What I'm thinking is that maybe next week I'm going to talk about maybe a little bit more of my story, kind of a little bit more of what it was like, what happened, what it's like now, just to let you guys in a little bit more for you to get to know me a little bit more. But to get back to this topic that I was on, I know that the things that I haven't gone through, that it was just a yet. And I think that those yets that I have are my promises if I decide that I want to start drinking again. So getting back to this idea of Jesus was homeless and where did this come from? Like, how can I say that? There is one scripture that I would like to to share about this, and it is Matthew 8.20, and it says, in the NIV version, it says, Jesus replied, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. So I just wanted to share that verse just to point to this statement of Jesus was homeless, to give a basis of what this is coming from. The other thing, when you think about it, is that I believe that Jesus is God. He was around in the beginning of time when everything was created, before everything was created. So when I think about him being God, being in the best place in the universe, being at the right hand of the Father, he was in a beautiful place. And to choose to come to earth and live the way that he did in the time period that he did. He didn't come in the last hundred years when there's the comforts that we experience today with the technology that we have with heat and coal and light and electricity and (laughs) all of the things that I know I take for granted. I don't know how to live without these comforts but this man he chose to come to this place and be homeless he left his home to come here and chose to be homeless he hung out with people that mm, a lot of us might look down on and 
this time that I spent with my friend over the weekend just makes me reflect on wanting to be a little bit more like Jesus. How do I do that? This weekend just made me reflect on on a lot of things, questioning my relationship with my higher power and how much I'm striving to be closer to him. How much am I striving to be filled with his love and his presence so that I can hopefully overflow onto others? Which actually, I can be the first to say, today was not that day. Today was not that day. (laughs) But thank God for grace, for the fact that I can clean up my wrongs and just try better tomorrow. I'm grateful for that. So all of this, all of these reflections came out of and came from connection to a friend. Being able to have conversation, deep, meaningful, authentic, raw conversation with someone else. Being able to discuss the way that the arts can also bring this reflection And when I say arts, when I say creativity, I don't just mean pictures or drawings or paintings or sculptures. I think there is such a huge range of what it means to be creative. I know for me, this is something that I've struggled with. Where does my creativity lie? Because I think that maybe every episode, you probably hear me say something about being a reflection of God. And one of the things that is a quality of God is the fact that he's the creator. So if I'm thinking about being a reflection of my higher power and my higher power is the creator, that means he's creative, which means that I am too. And I think most of my life, I've definitely done a lot of that comparison stuff and have decided that I'm not creative. But one of the things that I grew up loving was writing. At some point, I think I haven't leaned into this outlet of creativity. Um, I know it's there. I know it's in me. I think that being here and creating this podcast is one way that I have also been able to utilize my creativity and putting something out there that's creative is I've said this before it's a ridiculously vulnerable process I'm terrified of the day that I take a look at my reviews and somebody leaves a horrible one (laughs) even though I've haven't had one yet and I've got a decent amount or I think a really good amount of of great reviews I actually am scared and dreading that day that might happen. It's because of the fact that creativity, I think, is just so close to my heart. I think it's so close to everyone's heart because it's something that shows some of the deepest parts of me. It's vulnerable. It's raw. I really strive for this to be like a real and raw podcast both for me and the guests that I'm going to have on the show that's something that's really important to me because I think that's where healing comes from because when there's this openness that's when connections are made and 
that's definitely my hope for this show, for the people who listen. I really do hope for that. So to tie up this entire episode, if you're still here with me, I thank you for hanging on. I guess maybe my challenge for you is to reflect on in what ways do you need to step outside of yourself to be a little less comfortable, to feel a little less safe. Because I think this idea of safe, comfortable, happy, that happy part isn't necessarily real. I think to experience happiness, or for me, I don't think happiness is really something that I strive for. For me, it's a desire to experience joy. And it's hard to get there. Like, I don't think it's possible for me to experience joy without some level of stepping out of my comfort zone, being transparent and vulnerable. And if I'm there, it means that there's a level of safety that might not be there, right? It might feel a little less safe. But to step out into those things and trust that my higher power is going to hold me, that's where my joy comes from. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with another parent in recovery who may be looking for solutions to mental health and sobriety? Also, please leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts so other parents just like you can find the show. I'm super excited to know this podcast is helping you. Tune in to new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. I'll see you back here on your next Target Run. Until next time. We are stronger than we think we are. So fight and show your strength. Learn grace from our God. Learn grace from our God. Learn grace from our God. Oh, learn grace from our God.